Welcome to Real Teachers, Real Stories, where two teachers get real about the highs and lows of teaching. Grab your coffee or your wine and get ready because our class is in session. And now here are your hosts, Tristina and Steven. I can't take this. I'm not ready. Okay. You do this every time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. Well, welcome back, everybody. It's hey. been a long time. Such a long time. Um, we kind of fell off a little bit. <laughs> well, the end of the school year was insane. Insane. And Come. I I was thinking about this before, before we started recording this episode, that I think for the both of us, our not-so-perfect jobs took a turn for the worst. I think not so perfect and, is the not so perfect word for that because they yeah, were and horrendous. I think um, we just didn't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Like I know I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It just became not a good environment to be in for both of us. So really bad. Yeah, really, really bad, and it was crazy that it happened for both of us at the same time. <laughs> yeah. However. But we are in much better places now. We both got new jobs. Yes. Which is amazing. And we love them. Love. A a concept, really. Love them so much. Like, genuinely so happy to be where I'm at. I uh, moved to a high school, a performing arts high school in the county that I grew up in, which is amazing. Uh, so I teach the entire freshman class and half of the junior class, which is awesome. Uh, this, my school is really small. It's only uh, 19 staff members. So between like the principal, two guidance counselors, uh, teaching supervisor, and then the rest of us are teachers. That's nice, though, that it's small. So good. Um the lady I'm taking over for, though, was amazing. It was there since the school was opened, I believe. Oh, wow. And uh, so the kids were very upset that she was leaving, but they've been amazing and very receptive. And the freshmen didn't know her, so they're, I'm their That's first. True. <laughs> yeah, so I'm their first, um, I guess, introduction to the school or what they know, so that's really great. Um, but everybody else in there is so nice, so amazing. The principal is the nicest lady I think I've ever met. Uh, she's like, get out of here. Like, when the bell rings, she's like, <laughs> you know, you can go. Uh, yeah, so that's me. Um, and for me, I'm teaching kindergarten now in the school that I went to mm-hmm. from pre-K four to eighth grade, which is very surreal. Yeah. Um, some of my teachers growing up are now my coworkers. <laughs> um, yeah, my principal, I've known her since I was 12. Um, it's just really weird to work there, and I didn't think I would love it as much as I do. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it, it's kind of like, you know, Cheers. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. I've like, never seen Cheers. I'm technically new. Yeah. But I don't feel new because I know everyone because I'm a youth group leader and this is a school we volunteer with. Mm. So I know all these people. So it's so nice to go somewhere where like, I know where the teacher's lounge is and the bathroom is and the office and (laughs) this and that. And like all the stupid things that being a new person is like, 
wow, I don't know anything, where I kind of, I feel like I've been there for a while, which is so nice. Yeah. So nice. My coworkers are amazing. They're so helpful. And it's because they've known me since I was a little girl, I feel, so they just want to be there for me. Of course. And I love kindergarten. I love it. (laughs) It's amazing. I didn't think I would love it as much because I was so gung-ho on teaching second grade because I loved it in student teaching. Mm-hmm. But kindergarten, that's my jam. I love them. They're great. Speaking of student teaching, a couple of uh, the kids that I had when I was student teaching actually go to this school. So it's really oh cool to like see them two years later. Yeah. Um, and They're probably shook. They were. They were really shook when they first saw me in the hallways. Because obviously, like, I haven't spoken to them since I graduated. Um, And so when they saw me, they were really excited. I don't have any of them because they're part of the classes that the other theater teacher uh, has. And so, uh, but it's just cool to have, like, that. It's nice to see them. Yeah. And, uh, again, it's just nice to have, like, a, a face that you know. And yeah. Yeah, it's really great. And I have so many other uh, kids that I've worked with before that go, because I work in a county school, like a Vogue Tech school. And so uh, a lot of kids that I know go to the other schools, so they'll come. We have this free period, every day, period uh, six, called Co, where the kids from all the schools on campus can come into any school and just go and hang out and do whatever they want. And so they often come to my room and just like hang out and stuff in there. That's really cool. That yeah. gives you a chance to get to know the kids better too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's really cool. And uh, we're in, we're in, just started our first week of rehearsals for our fall play, which is uh, rumors. Yeah, rumors by Neil Simon, which is awesome. Uh, that was pretty cutthroat <laughs> because there's so much talent there, and a lot of the kids. Yeah, were... that's what's hard about that school because they're so talented. Like... Yeah. And a lot of the kids were really trying hard to impress me because right. uh, they you know. exactly because I don't know them or what they can right. do, and so that was really nice to see, but also was like super stressful when I had to create that cast the callback list. I was freaking out. I didn't know what to do, and uh, and right. then when I had callbacks, I could have easily cast double cast or triple cast the show with everybody, but. You know, it's one cast only, so (laughs) I made... But it's nice to know you have that pool of talent. Yeah, but you know, then I'm I'm there uh, not casting people, kids who I have in class. And so, you know, I was just afraid that that was going to be a little odd for me. Uh, But the kids were super fine about it. You know, I turned it into a lesson of the real world, and this is how things are. And you know, and they were really cool about it. And, you know, it's not that I care so much to be liked by them, but I think setting it up as a lesson from the beginning to set the tone with me as a teacher as well. So it's not that I want them to like me. I just want them to respect my decisions because of what the business is really like. I don't know any of them. And so I went in completely unbiased to any of them. Uh, because auditions happened on the third day of school. And so I didn't have a chance to get to know them or anything. So I really did make my decision from who I thought was best. Which I think you coming in knew it's even better that the auditions were so early because they can't even say like, oh, he likes her or she's a suck up or he's a, you know, like you don't know them. Exactly. So you're literally going off of talent, which is 
the real world. Yeah. They don't know you from Adam, so. And let me just say, our first week of rehearsal, uh, we had three days of rehearsal. No, two days of rehearsal. And we blocked uh, 19 pages of script already, which wow. was amazing to do. Really amazing. Um, so hopefully, if, if we stay according to my rehearsal schedule, we'll be done blocking about three and a half weeks before the show opens. Um, so we awesome. can Yeah, so we can really clean it up and make sure it's, uh, it's up there, you know, to compete with other schools and, and to prove why our school is so important uh, to have students, you know, come into. Because yeah. our school takes students from the regular uh, public schools of their towns since we're a vocational school. Um, and so it's important to kind of put our foot, like leave our mark, you know, uh, as to why kids should want to come to our school for the arts, especially because we have a tech theater program. We have an acting program and we have a dance program, which is awesome. Uh, I think it's also important to set uh, a tone as for you as a teacher there. Yeah. You know, to yeah. people. And I know you're great because I've known you for so long and I've yeah. seen your work, but a lot of people don't. And that's, Showing what you have to do. Yeah. Showing absolutely. what you can do more than have to. My Sorry, Friday teacher brain. My brain is fried. My neighbors are about to slam their door. Ridiculous. <gasps> and we're back. <laughs> and we are back. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, it's super important for me because when the, the principal interviewed me, she said that she wanted me to, like, change the atmosphere of the school and of the programs and to raise the bars. And so speaking of raising the bar, um, I just yesterday got approval to keep the language as is without having to take out any of the curse words. Wow. Um, yeah. Even though we're a performing arts school, the superintendent, in his words, is pretty conservative when it comes to material. And so... He didn't read the piece, but cursing and stuff like that, he doesn't usually allow. But I pled my case, and I got it approved. We just have to, um, we kind of met in the middle and agreed that I would put a disclosure notice of, like, strong language on all of the right. advertisements that we do. And I was like, that's fine. I can meet you in the middle there, totally. But yeah. if they want us to change our program and, you know, raise the bar, then that's what we're going to have to do. It's true. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That's something schools aren't doing. Yeah. So wait, so I was thinking, why don't we both share um, like how we got our interviews and stuff like that. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because mine was like barely an interview. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, tell us your story. So um, let's go to June. Let's, June was a tough... Let's go to June. <laughs> June was tough. Um, like I said, my school environment with my boss at the time and some coworkers got really toxic. Um, and um, really toxic. And it was just not fun. Like, I dreaded going to work. Majority of the people that I worked with, I love them. And I still keep in touch with them, and I love them. So if you're listening... Not about you, you know, I'm talking about. So, <laughs> but it just got to the point where it was like, I was just so unhappy. And 
I was thinking of ways I could not teach next year if I was going to be stuck at this school and at this grade, um, which is awful because I'm clearly meant to be a teacher and in the teaching world, but I was looking for options of how to get out of it. So June comes, I do my little graduation, I clean up my classroom. I like clean out my classroom and I am determined to not return to that school. So what I do is I label all of my stuff Whatever I was going to leave there is labeled with my grade, and whatever I was going to take is labeled with my last name. So I knew when, not if, when, because I was determined to get that job. When I came to move my stuff out, I knew exactly what to take. So June comes, July comes, um, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm not, I'm applying everywhere, but, you know, it's, it's hard to get a job. We know that. So... Actually, at um, I was at youth group one night, and I can't remember what month this was in. I feel like it was June, and I see one of the members there, and he's actually a vice principal of the school I work at now. And he asked me how I was doing, and like totally jokingly, I was like, well, you got any job openings because I'm looking. He was like, are you serious? Oh. And I was like, y- yeah, I am. I am serious. He's like, give me your resume right away. It's like. Wait, okay. I didn't know this. Yes, so I I was completely joking. Like, I've known him since I was a little girl, so yeah. that's just my rapport with him. And he was like, give it to me. So the next day I printed it out. My friend worked as a gym teacher at the time there. I gave it to her. She gave it to him and the principal. And in July, I got a call. And it was just at the time where I was giving up hope. Just at the time where I was like, that's it. I'm, I'm stuck at the school because I don't know what other job. July was rough. July was rough. (laughs) For both of us. Yeah. I, it it was really, really rough. And I'm trying to enjoy my summer, but then thinking like, you know, I'm, I'm stuck at the school. I'm stuck in this situation. It's going to be awful. And I don't know what to do. So I get a call from my principal now. And she was like, Hey, do you want to come in? I don't know. Thursday at 10. I was like, yeah, of course. Side note, I've known my principal now since I was 12 years old. <laughs> so it, I was already, not that I was rooted out, but I was like, I don't know how to act in this interview because I know her as a person. Right. And I know her as a member of our church and the principal because she's kind of like a friend in a way. It was, of course. It's very weird. So I go in for the interview and, you know, she basically offers me the job, which I'm so grateful for right away. I'm immediately excited. And... We're just talking about, um, you know, the policies and stuff like that. It's a Catholic school, and I was at a Catholic school, so there wasn't a lot of things we need to go over because I already knew, Yeah. and I went to this school. So, like, I kind of knew majority of it, and I'm very involved with the school as it is. And, like I said, because I'm very close with my principal, it kind of turned into, like, so how's life? How's this? How's that? And that's just her rapport with me which I'm very grateful for. She's a great principal and a great person. Um, so it was just very, I was immediately felt so comfortable and I was like, this is right. Like, uh, this is going to be great. And what's even more great is that the people in the office that have known me for a while, when I walked in, they were like, yes, you're finally here. We've always wanted you here. And it's just so nice after a year of someone telling you basically you're worthless. Right. And you don't deserve to be happy for people to be like, hey, we've been wanting you here. We're so excited to have you. 
And um, the vice principal, I walk out and he's there and he's like, so welcome aboard. And he was like so excited. So that made me really excited. And that's kind of the story how I got my interview. I know I'm very lucky to know these people and that it just kind of happened in that way. But literally opening your mouth can, if I never said anything, I would probably still be in my other school. Isn't that crazy? Like I was literally joking. And he took it seriously. And here I am today with a new job at a school I absolutely love with. So there it is. Say something, people. Open your mouth. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so my story uh, is a little bit different, but also the same. Because my June was also really horrible. Like, I mean, my May was horrible. But my June was horrible. Um, like we said, people, our end of the year hit us like a ton of bricks. Literally like a ton of bricks. So many issues with my principal. So many issues with my students. So many issues just all around. So I actually quit my job completely without even having another job solidified. Which I, is how you know how bad it was. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know what I was going to say. Like I'm quitting. That's it. Like no, no job lined up. I don't care. And when you texted me that you did that, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, and even and even how I quit, like I just went into my principal. Well, this is wild. Yeah. So, (laughs) so when our spring musical opened, it was really bad. Um, Not I love the kids, and we we put the show together, but. Just I was just in a frantic, you know, mode because everything had just been going wrong. And I went to my principal for help. And this our show opened June 1st and 2nd. And I went to my principal for help on May 31st. And she told me to get over myself, literally mm-hmm. word for word. And that's when I knew. I was like, all right, I'm definitely out. Um, I had been applying for jobs since February uh, and I didn't hear back from anywhere. I did get one interview, which was really wacky. Um, and I was hoping that I kind of wouldn't get it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so June came and the last week of school came. And I called the principal secretary and I said, hey, can I get a, a couple minutes to meet with our principal? And she was like, yeah, come right now. So I went and I got my mentor, um, who I still am friends with to this day. We talk every day. Uh, And I went and got her so she could come with me. And as soon as I walked in the principal's office, she didn't let me say anything. She goes, you're resigning, right? And I was like, "Uh, yeah, I am. Which is still wild how she opened that. Yeah. and, And the fact that she knew and didn't care enough to do anything. To yes. try to make it better for me to stay there. Yeah, so, it's just like, well, you're leaving, so... Uh, yeah, so I said to her, yeah. I said, it's just not a good fit. It wasn't worth me going into all the crazy details of why, because honestly, she didn't care. Right. And, yeah. yeah, and so I um, I said to her, you know, it's just not a good fit for me. And she goes, oh, I just wish you would have told me sooner so we could have got the job posted. Uh, <laughs> Right, which I was like, is that shade or not? But at that point, I didn't care. Because the part that I was the most afraid about, telling her that I was leaving, was already over. So I, um, 
yeah, that was it. The school year ended, and I had applied to 15 jobs, had gotten calls from nowhere. My summer camp job started, and one morning I got a random number called me, so I didn't answer it. Um, but it Which was, we always make that mistake. I know. <laughs> I always do that. Like, oh, wait, I applied everywhere. Yeah. You should answer these random numbers. Yeah, so numbers from all over the state of New Jersey are calling me. I should answer that. Um, <laughs> but I didn't answer it. And so I listened to the voicemail, and it was the principal of my current school saying, hey, you know, you applied for this position in February, because it was one of the first ones I applied to. And she said, we would like to know if you're still interested, give me a call back. So I, you know, my boss at camp is awesome and he understood completely. So he let me go outside and call her and we spoke and she told me that, uh, she was like, I'm going to be very honest with you. She said, we hired somebody else for the position, but that this could, this was the beginning of July. And she said that she was on vacation in Florida and that she, like, had a, a feeling that she had hired the wrong guy. And that the next day she woke up to an email from him resigning from the position. Wow. And isn't that crazy? That's, dude, gut feelings. Yeah. And so she said that she went back and looked at the applicant pool again and all the resumes and she asked herself, why did she overlook my application? And she said, because I didn't have experience like the teacher who's leaving or like the guy that she hired before me. Right. And she said that it was 1.15 in the morning when she was doing all of this and that she looked on Facebook and saw that I was friends with her nephew and her nephew we went to college with. And um, her, she called her nephew at that time in the morning, and he was still awake. And he, <laughs> and he said, absolutely, call him. Give him an interview. And um, I didn't even I know. I chills. <laughs> I know. And I didn't even know that they were related. I never even thought to ask him, because why would I? I? I know he was an alumni right. of the school. But, um, yeah, and then so my she called me on a Friday. Um and she goes, oh, I emailed you the other day. And I was like, I never got it. So I go in my spam, and her email was in my spam folder from, uh, like, two days prior. So my interview was for Monday at 8 a.m. Because she was like, I'll meet you whatever time is convenient for you. I know you have to go to work. And I was like, wow. So I met with her, and my interview was an hour and 45 minutes long. Um, wow. Yeah, because, <laughs> because about around the 45-minute mark... Um, she was like, let me give you a tour of the building. And I was like, this is weird. But yeah, I would love to see the facilities because I had never been up there you know, right. before. When they want to give you a tour, it's a good sign. Right. And so <laughs> she said, she was like, this is, you know, she showed me all the amazing facilities that they have, all the classrooms. There's a recording studio there. So cool yeah there's a I black... we are not in that recording studio i know i wish we were um there's there's a black box theater and she showed me all the classrooms and then the last one was the old teacher's room so we walk in and she was like and this is your classroom and, da -da -da, and i was like Shut up. i was like what <laughs> i was like i love that she did it like that so dramatic yeah i was like what 
Um, and she was like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously going to offer you the position if I'm, you know, doing all of this. And I was like, wow, like, but I didn't accept it. I didn't accept it on the spot because early, um, later on, on Friday, after she and I got off the phone, I got a phone call from another district, Mm. um, and had an interview the next day. So I was like, I just want to keep my options open. Uh, so the next day I go to that interview and, uh, it went well. Uh, but I, something in me and every one of my friends told me that I should just take the job that was offered to me, you know, my current Uh job, my current job now. So I did, I called her and I told her, you know, uh, I, I want to accept and she was so happy and you know, whatever. But then I got a call from that other district that I interviewed, offered me a job. I got an email um, from another district saying that it was a supervisor of the arts and his wife is a teacher at a school that I direct the shows at often. And even though she doesn't know me, the kids talk about how much they love me all the time. So he wanted to interview me for a position open. Then I had another interview in another district that um, a friend of mine's dad worked in. Uh, and so it just like everything piled after another after I had already accepted um, the position. Uh, and then finally another high school called me. So it was, I got offered the high school job. A middle school called me. A K-8 school called me. A high school called. And then another high school. Which is <laughs> always how it goes. Yeah. You apply for something, or you accept something rather, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh. Yeah, and so for a little while, I second-guessed myself. I wasn't sure if I made the right decision or not. Which, you, I can't blame you. You yeah. have no options, and then you have so many. It's yeah. like, did I, did I mess up? Absolutely. But then, you know, it was weird for me having to call people that I had, I had interviewed with and turn down a job. I had, never, yeah. I, I had never done that before. Um, especially Look in, at you being wanted. I know. Especially in theater <laughs> education, you know, it's such a yeah. small world and the jobs are so scarce um, uh, that, you know, the other high school that I really wanted to go to, a friend of mine actually got that job. So it was really nice to, you know, to know that it went to somebody who I know is going to do really well at it. Um, so, yeah, so that's my story. That was, <laughs> I know I spoke a lot, but it was just crazy how things happened. How it goes, Yeah. And, like, for my instance, it's always, like, you know, say something because you never know when you're talking to the right person. Right. And for you, you know, always make a good impression because she could have called her nephew and he could have been like, don't hire that guy. He's awful. Absolutely. And you would not be there right now. Maybe no job. And how I got the email from the supervisor of the arts for one district because his wife works in a school that yes. I direct at, and even though she never met me, the kids She's told... heard great things. Yeah, yeah. so it's literally Don't so much it. about reputation and connections, yeah. and you don't want to burn any bridges, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's, it's just been a wild ride. So, you know, I learned that sometimes you have to risk it all. <laughs> you know, as, like, yeah. cliche as that sounds... I literally quit without having another job secured. And in theater ed, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy to do. Um, but I, I, I know I made the right decision. And literally, I look forward to going to work every day. 
Me too. And, and our school year didn't start until September 6th. I think yours was like the 5th, right? Yeah. So today's the 21st, so it's only been like two weeks of school. Yeah. But I have looked forward to going every single day. When the weekends, or like we had off for the two Jewish holidays, when those days came, I was like, all right, let's get back. Like, I'm ready to go back. Um, right. You know, which I think is really important and really special that I get to look forward to what I have to do every single day. Yeah. You know? I was totally convinced that I was never going to be happy in a job. And I know it sounds totally dramatic because <laughs> it's only my third year teaching, but when you have two not perfect putting perfect not perfect is a very light way to put it but that's yeah. fair not perfect first two years of teaching I was like well I just I guess you know finding a perfect job it just doesn't exist right you know it's just not gonna be there and, and do I get frustrated sometimes at work absolutely I teach kindergarten um are they crazy sometimes absolutely I teach kindergarten but I genuinely love going and I would take all the bad days that have happened or will happen this year over my last two jobs any day because I at least I'm in a good environment and you know like I I love it and I am so happy that it's turned around because I feel like I'm a different person this year. Yeah, me too. I really do. I feel like I'm I'm happy in my job, so I'm happy in my relationship. I'm happy at home. Like, yeah, me too. Things done. And not rather than last year, I'd come home and just like lay in bed and like sulk. Oh my god! Literally the exact same thing. I used to come home. Well, one, I would have an insane commute, fifty-five minutes. Oh, yeah, and, versus... and that would put you in a bad mood going in and coming out. Yeah, and then just the day would be horrible. So many tears. You know, either in school or on the way home or at yeah. home because of school. And now I work or I live nine minutes away from where I work. Yeah, <laughs> no, I walk to work. Yeah, you do. You walk to work. <laughs> it's no, amazing. No major highways. I take all back roads. It's literally maybe four different roads I have to take, if that. Um, yeah. And so it's it's like a completely different world that I'm living in. And I, I often... You know, when I talk to my old coworkers, who I'm still friends with, we uh we meet, we get together once a month. We call it teacher time, <laughs> where we get <laughs> oh, together so because two of us left the district and two of them are still there, and so gotcha. we we all meet like an essential spot, and um, it's just like I explained to them, I feel like I got out of an abusive relationship to where I'm like, oh, mm. this is how the real world functions. Mm. I'm allowed to do. That's so true. I don't have to buy my own paper if I need to make copies. That's so weird. That's I'm, wild. Right? I, I don't, didn't have to do that. that yeah. Wild. Yeah. I don't have to, like, so just so many things that my, my principal is just like, the best. Like, oh, I, I have a boss that isn't manipulative? Yeah. Wow. And, and my <laughs> principal, like, the first day I met her, the first thing she said was how she's not out to get us. You know, she's always yes. on our side. Versus my other principal would literally tell all of us that we're the problem, that um, we need to get over ourselves. You know, at the end of the year, we had a staff meeting, which she made us have every week versus my school now. It's only once a month. Same. Yeah. So she, my old principal, all of us during the last couple staff meetings, the entire staff came because sometimes, you know, teachers wouldn't come. But the entire staff came and they were complaining about the kids' behavior issues and stuff. And the principal literally said that it was our fault 
that because we're not engaging enough and that's why the students are acting so horribly. And I was just like, wow. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, See, my old boss would say that we were the best and she couldn't do it without us and blah, 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 but then treat us differently. Yeah. And not everyone because she had her favorites. Right. But she would, like, manipulate people, and myself included. And, like, it's just, like, so happy. If you are stuck in a miserable job, there is hope. <laughs> there yeah. is so much hope. There really is. I was convinced there wasn't, but there is. <laughs> we Well, that's the next thing. Like I said, going back to that abusive relationship, it's like, I my vice principal told me that how it is at my old school is how it is in every school in the world. Her words, not mine. She said, in the world, it's like that everywhere. And I, you know, I was like, wow, then why am I even teaching? Why am I even, that's fine. (laughs) I dropped a pen. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what am I doing? And I'm just so happy now that I was able to get out of. uh, Yeah, I'm happy for both of us. Because, like I said, we're definitely different people. And we paid our dues now. Now we, oh. can, now we yep. can say we paid our dues. I have paid my dues. <laughs> so hard. Yeah, you did two so. years. I only did one, but one was like But I think 10. if you add, like mine was bad, but yours was, I think, even worse. So I feel like if you add my first two years together, it would equal your one year because the way your boss was last year was how my first boss was. Yeah, absolutely. So it was just, it's, but regardless, we're We're here, we're thriving. And we're never going to talk about our old jobs again. Maybe I'll do some comparisons. (laughs) Maybe I'm lying. Yeah. But (laughs) in, in general, we just wanted to, you know, say, hello, this is why we disappeared. Yeah. Um, and if it wasn't because we didn't want to do this anymore, it was end of the year, busy, tired, depressed. Yeah. Didn't even want to talk about it and be funny about it because it's not funny. Because yeah. Because of our lives. We're now we're in better spirits and we want to get back to our weekly routine. Yeah, absolutely. And we so. figured out a new way to record, which is hopefully more convenient for us. Yes. <laughs> we are actually not in the same room right now. We are not. <laughs> Not even in the same part of New Jersey right now. No, it's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) But it seems to be working very well. Yeah. And I really miss doing this. Me too. So I'm glad we are in better spirits and going to be doing this all the time. So I hope you guys like this episode because we love recording these things because, you know, we love to talk. We do. (laughs) So do you have, um, we're still going to keep our weeklies. Do you have any of your um, obsessions first? I, my obsession is going to sound weird, but my obsession is my smart board. And that is because this is the first year I have a smart board in my room. Oh. Last year we had to go to a special place and I only got it if no one else was in there or certain days of the week. And my first year it was in another room and same thing. I only got it at certain times every single day. To have a smart board in your room is life changing. (laughs) <laughs> it really is because the kids respond to technology and videos and if I you know they tune out my voice after a while obviously I'm talking all day where if I can find a video of what I was talking about after I taught them to reinforce it it's amazing they Absolutely. retain it so well or like games and stuff like that with letter sounds like I'm 
obsessed with my smart board. And I know people listening to this are like, what? But this is a luxury for me, and I'm very happy. <laughs> my um, obsession is a little more old school. Um, so, obviously, like, grade books and everything are online. Um, but uh, another teacher who has kind of taken me under her wing at my school gave me um, a paper grade book. And Ooh, I'm, I'm obsessed seen. with it. I actually asked her for a second one. Does so it I, take you back? It does. It makes me feel like the teachers that I used to have, bef- you know, mm-hmm. before online grade books were a thing. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm just obsessed with writing it down. So I have one grade book that I use just for attendance. And then I use one that I put their grades in. And I love the fact that I have older kids, freshmen and juniors in high school, that I can, like, actually grade them properly for right. performance things. You yeah. know what I mean? Because um, you can't do that to pre-K. Right. How do I grade pre-K like I did <laughs> last year? Um, yeah. It was just, yeah, so I'm, that's my obsession is my paper copy grade book. <laughs> it's so funny that both of our obsessions, some people are going to be like, what? But to us, this is like, wow. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, and I'm obsessed with my whole school and all my kids and all the staff I work with. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I don't have a fail. I can't think of one. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> yeah. I can't... I, I think it's it's too early in the game. Yeah. Um, I haven't really failed at anything yet. I'm saying yet because I'm human. Yeah. And it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't think of one fail yet, but I know that there definitely will be some. No, no fail. Back to school night was last night, and I slayed it. So Mine is that's on not Tuesday. a fail. Mine's on Tuesday. My first observation is coming up on Wednesday. Oh, so early. Oh, yeah. Uh, My principal's like, let me just get these things over with. Wow. Yeah. So, is that it? No. Do you have any quotes? Quote. Ugh. Let me take a pick. <laughs> I got one. So, this is the first day of school. My school does not have air conditioning, as many schools in America. No, it does not. (laughs) So, the first day of school was 100 degrees, and it was awful. It was awful. I didn't really do much with my kids, because to put kids in an oven all day, and dripping, and it it was crazy. So, the gym in our school is air conditioned. So, I was like... I'm going to find a way into the gym. I'm just going to go. We're going to take a tour. Because the first day a lot of teachers do, let's take a tour of the school, whatever. Totally did that. And I know the gym teacher there. So, because he used to work at my old school. So, he, I know him there. So, we go down to the gym. And he has no classes. So, he's like, put your kids on the circle. And I'll, like, introduce myself. We'll do an activity. I'm like, perfect. We'll kill, we call, killed, like, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So he's going around. He's like, okay, say your name. And what you did over the summer so I can get to know you. All the kids are doing it, whatever. Get to this one girl. And she goes, my name is blah, blah, blah. And she goes, and something I did over the summer, well, it was just so friggin' hot, you know? <laughs> and she keeps going. Because you know that's something her mom said, like verbatim, because she was talking about a time with her mom. Of course. And she just kept going. And we looked at each other, and I was like, don't say anything. And we were cracking up. We like, for this Jersey little five-year-old, it'd be like, you know, it's just so friggin' hot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. it. Was I great. I don't have 
a quote that sticks out to me. Be, I mean, just because, you know, getting to know new kids, especially teenagers, is just a whirlwind. Yeah, five-year-olds um, are much more candid. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I do this thing where my students have to turn in journals to me every... I love that you do that. ...every Friday, and they're allowed to write anything in there. There's no limitations or parameters in length or subject or whatever. Obviously, if it's something super, you know, concerning, I'll talk to them about it. But so far, they've had to do two. And it's just been awesome. But a, a thing that I'm finding that is a common thread, I guess, between the juniors is that they all wrote that they all really want to impress me and prove themselves to me. Um, yeah, so I just thought that that was really cool. And I don't even think it has anything to do with me as a person as much as it does with me being someone new and and then wanting to show, um, you know, one of my students, he's insanely talented. Um, and he wrote how he wants to prove to me that he takes this craft seriously and yeah. And so it was just really awesome. awesome. Yeah. And they all have similar, um, feelings about that, but then some of them take it and, you know, another one of my students, she wrote that she wants to impress me and she doesn't want me to think that I'm horrible or no, she doesn't want me to think that she's horrible and for me, for her to disappoint me. And oh I was goodness. just like, oh my God, like I'm here to help you grow and learn and, right. you know, and so that was really touching and it said a lot to me about who they are. And you know, when you let them write it down, they don't have to have that face to face confrontation. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that can often help them feel better. Yeah, uh, especially with teenagers. And more open to yeah. writing or to that's sharing awesome. things. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's mine. Wild ride. We get to build those uh, relationships. Yeah, yeah. We have a um, busy couple of weeks coming up. Uh, so I'm just excited and, you know, can't wait to grow my relationships with them and everybody in our building and stuff. And yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. There's our back episode, our comeback episode. Long time coming. Real long time coming. <laughs> um, but, you know, just like teachers, we took the summer off yeah. from recording. Um, yes. That's the real reason. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed. Remember, we're on all social media, Real Teachers Pod. Share us. Uh, yes, we're going to be more active on those accounts as well. I know. And we're coming back. We're going to be more weekly episodes yeah. every possibly every friday but today we're recording on a friday so if it gets yeah. posted today it will be every friday <laughs> but <laughs> we're gonna try every week yeah um so that's because it. we really love doing this for you guys but i hope you love this episode and i hope you're happy we're back because we miss talking to all of you yeah and if you have any questions or topics or even want to Come on our show. Yeah. Now Let that we us figured know. out now that we figured out a cool way to do this, we can get more people on. Yep. So that's great. Yeah. All right. Bye bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening to our show. If you liked what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe and share. Also, join in on the conversation by checking us out on Instagram and Twitter at Real Teachers Pod. That's Real Teachers P O D. See you next time on Real Teachers Real Stories.